The D.C. Circuit dealt the New Tang Dynasty a blow that was not very golden, and the FCC can proceed on the broadcast revocation of a convicted felon. R.E.C. FCC Today, B.G. Bradley. This is FCC Today, the podcast for Wednesday, December 1, 2021. On Tuesday, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit denied a petition for review by Chinese Voice of Golden City, former licensee of LPFM station KQLSLP, Las Vegas, Nevada, a facility that was allegedly shadow-owned by Sound of Hope Radio Network, as well as suspected to be connected to the new Tang Dynasty television network and the conservative publication The Epoch Times. In 2019, the FCC deleted the call sign and canceled the license pursuant to Section 312G of the Communications Act when it was determined that the station was operating from an unauthorized location for more than two miles away for about 15 months. In the three-page ruling, the court denies Golden City's request to reverse the 2009 case of Eagle Broadcasting VFCC, where the court affirmed that broadcasting from an unauthorized location does not constitute a broadcast signal for the purposes of Section 312G. The court also denied Golden City's argument that operation 256 feet away from the authorized location should be considered as de minimis, relying on section 73.1690C11 of the FCC rules. As the court and the FCC have correctly stated, Section 73.1690C11, which permits a deviation of up to three seconds in latitude and longitude, does not apply to LPFM stations. LPFM rules are located in subpart G, and any broadcast rules that are applicable to LPFM stations and other subparts are cross-referenced in 73.801. LPFM's version of this rule can be found in section 73.875B2, which requires that a granted construction permit is required for any change in the station's geographic coordinates, including coordinate corrections and even moves to another tower structure at the same coordinates. Finally, the D.C. Circuit denies Golden City's request that they not be required to include the memorandum, opinion, and order for the license cancellation in any future FCC filings. The court agreed that while the FCC did not find that Golden City had committed misrepresentation, the requirement to include the memorandum on future applications was to flag the application for future inquiry into possible misrepresentation. Earlier this year, after being denied a petition for a writ of mandamus by the D.C. Circuit, Foundation for a Beautiful Life, former permittee of KQEK, Cupertino, California, another suspected Sound of Hope NTD shadow operation, was denied in their FCC application for review of the dismissal of their construction permit, which also involved the operation from an unauthorized location. An administrative law judge at the FCC has terminated the hearing that was ordered in the matter of Roger Wall, owner of WQZS-FM Myersdale, Pennsylvania. In October, the FCC designated WQZS-FM for hearing 
under the commission's character qualification policy statement due to a conviction for criminal use of a communication facility, a third-degree felony, and four related misdemeanors. He also pled guilty to invasion of privacy. According to the October hearing designation order, Wall had secretly taken nude photos of a woman inside her home with a concealed camera installed inside her bathroom, impersonated the woman on an online dating site, sent nude photos of the woman to at least one man, and solicited the man to have sexual relationships with the woman without her consent. Upon learning that the invasion of privacy charge would require registration as a sex offender, he withdrew his guilty plea and instead pleaded guilty to identity theft, a first-degree misdemeanor. At the time, Wall was sentenced to concurrent sentences that effectively put him on probation for three years with four months of electronic monitoring. In today's termination order, the ALJ found that Wall did not file a written appearance in order to give his side of the story. As a result, the case against Roger Wall will be certified to the FCC, which can take further action, including revocation of the broadcast license. The video division has issued a $6,000 dinger to Gray Television licensee of WJHG-TV, Panama City, Florida, for violating the commission's public inspection file rules. In the last license term, the station failed to upload nine quarterly reports. WJHG and another Gray station, WITN, were admonished for violations of the FCC's children's television commercial guidelines. On December 15, 2021, the FCC will shut down the legacy fee filer system. This system has been used for the payment of regulatory and application fees through various systems, including CDBS, LMS, and ULS. Those needing to pay fees now need to access the commission's CORS system in order to make those payments. FCC Today! FCC Today, the podcast, is released as news happens at the FCC. You can email us at FCCToday at RECnet.com. Call or text us at 202-963-0852. This has been a production of REC Networks, always on at RECnet.com. I'm Michelle Bradley, SBE Certified Broadcast Technologist. Thank you for listening and stay safe. R-E-C. R-E-C.